Welcome to The Heart Zone, featuring George Cannon. This broadcast is a time of teaching and encouragement from Kerwinsville Christian Church. For more information, we invite you to visit us on the web at www.kerwinsvillechristian.org. And now for a message from The Heart Zone. Here's George Cannon. Folks, we've been, over the last few weeks, really going through an earth walk with Jesus through the book of Luke. We've been looking at his life, looking at his ministry, and now in this chapter, in chapter 6, we've been focusing on his teaching. And there is a sense in which we need to grasp the reality that Jesus didn't just come to kind of tell us who he was or show us who he was through the things that he did. He came to communicate to us about God and what God expects of us. And so that's really what we have been seeing in this passage as we've been going through it. It's also known as the Sermon on the Mount. Or, I mean, that's what we refer to it as, but it's more than likely a, you could call it a mountaintop talk, where he is communicating with them what it means to follow him. What does he expect from us? And he started it out in verse 20 through 26 with some blessings and some woe. And, and the blessings were, you know, if you're poor, you're, you're, you're go- yours is the kingdom of God. Or if you hunger, you're going to be filled. And that's because he's there now. He's the source of our blessing. Jesus is. And he gave some woes. And the woes were to those who basically are going to seek it for themselves anyhow rather than through him. And so last week we saw then that on the basis of that, he calls us to do the impossible. What's the impossible? He calls us to love our enemies, love those who do wrong to us. He tells us how to do that. So today we're going to talk about another issue that he tells us to do. And this is one that we all struggle with. And it's one that we all do. You say, what is it, George? Well, it's judging. It's judging each other. I mean, it's, it's natural. We do it. It's just a part of our lives. So we judge each other. I mean, so if you belong to another political party than I do, I'm going to judge you. If you hold to some other sports team other than the Steelers, you're going to be judged. Is that not true in this culture? We, we judge each other. I, we judge each other by the way we look. We judge each other by the way we eat. We judge each other by our jobs. We judge each other based upon our education. We, we hold each other up to certain standards. And if I had a measuring stick here, I would say we measure each other. But Jesus is going to come along in this passage in these few verses here, verses 36 through 38, and he's going to give us a different measurement. He's going to give us the measurement of mercy. Because those who follow him, he's going to tell us, need to show mercy. So I want you to notice with me verse 36 through 38. Look at what it says there. Therefore be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, And you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, 
and it will be given to you. And then notice something he says here. This is, I think, with reference to all that he is saying here, not just the giving part. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. So let's look at that, because it says, man, wow, boy, just like that loving your enemies thing, man, that's just, that just seems impossible, George. How can, how can we do that? Well, let's notice something, first of all. Notice, first of all, the call to be different. That goes all the way back to verse 27, where Jesus says this, but I say to you who hear. So what's he doing here? First thing what you see is he's calling us to action. He's calling you and I to just move beyond just listening, just move beyond just assuming that we're okay as Christians. He's calling us to do something. He's calling us beyond just lip service here, folks. And isn't that true in our churches a lot of times? We give a lot of lip service about being lovers of Jesus. We give a lot of lip service about being Christians. But He's calling us to something more here. He's calling us to action. So He wants us to listen to Him. And the basis is Jesus. We see that, first of all, in what? In those blessings and woes again. You are blessed because why? The kingdom is among you. Who's the kingdom, folks? Jesus. So because of Jesus, I'm supposed to do something. What am I supposed to do? He's telling us what we're to do here. We're to show some mercy. So that's what we're going to see here. We're going to look at the command. You must show mercy. That's tough. Because first of all, you know, we live in a culture where what? Retribution. Retribution is real. If you hurt me, what? I'm going to hurt you back. Or here's another one. I don't get mad. I get even. And I'm, it's payback time. Ever heard that one? Where does all that come from? They're just not little nice little sayings that we like to spout off when we think we're acting big. But they reflect the attitudes that we have. If you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you back. That's the attitude. Now here's what Jesus is saying. He's calling us to something else. He's commanding us to do something else. He's calling us to, to go beyond that. And he's saying, you've got to show mercy. You've got to show mercy. In fact, look at verse 36. Therefore, be merciful just as your Father also is merciful. Here's the basic, because you might be saying, man, that's kind of hard, isn't it? Because my natural tendency is to, is to pay back. My natural tendency is to react back. I mean, when a mosquito bites, it's history, if I can get it. And the reality is, is here's what he's saying. I'm calling you, hear what I'm saying. You be merciful. Why? Because your Heavenly Father is merciful. Think about it for a moment, folks. If He wasn't merciful with us, where would we be? If, if, if God was not merciful with us, because listen, every time we sin, every time we do something wrong, we are hurting Him. We are doing it against Him. Sometimes we're, we're rubbing His proverbial nose into it. But yet He shows mercy to us that we don't deserve. Isn't that true? 
And so here's what Jesus is saying. You have to be merciful as well. Because God the Father is merciful with you. See, see, that's the command. He's telling us to be merciful. And that's really the next point there. God showed mercy to you, my friends. God showed mercy to you. So you, therefore, be merciful. Now, you say, okay, that's a great concept, George, but how do I show mercy? Well, notice something. Verse 36 is the command. Verse 37 and the first part of verse 38 is the expression of the command. When he says, be merciful because God the Father is merciful with you, he goes on in verse 37, in the first part of verse 38, and he tells you how you're to be merciful. Because again, mercy is not just something you give lip service to. Mercy has to be expressed in action. So he goes through a series of actions here to tell us what we must do to be merciful to others. And so notice the first one. We, we actually preach this one a lot. We actually will say this a lot. You'll actually hear people say, well, judge not lest you be judged. So I'm going to spend some time and explain what that is here. But that's really the first point. Don't look down on others. Now, let me explain something to you. In the Bible, there are two types of judging. There are two types of judging. I would use the term judging because that's our English word here. There are two types of judging. One is where I belittle someone. One type of judging is where I have a standard that I hold up to you that I, quote, judge you by, and therefore I always find that you are lacking. Do you understand what I mean by that? Where I look down on you because, well, here's, here it is. Here's the standard. He's not educated. Here's another one. Well, he lives in the wrong part of town. Here's one. He drives a Ford. He's a Dodge man. That is, I mean, we laugh at that, but that is a level of judging where we are looking down on others. That's the first type of judging that we see there. The other type of judging that we find in the Bible is called accountability. That is where you are sinning, and the Bible calls me to come and hold you accountable for your action in hopes of gaining you back to a right walk with Him. That's called restoration. Now here's the problem though. In our circle of churches today and in Christians today, we put the two looking down on others and accountability together. And when you go to the one and you're holding them accountable, they'll say, well judge not lest you be judged. That is not what you're doing. You're holding them accountable. What Jesus is talking about in this passage is not about that you don't hold people accountable. He'll tell you to hold people accountable. But rather what he's talking about here is is that you don't look down upon others. You don't place yourself up on a platform 
and look down on everybody else. And is that not what we do? And look, there are various reasons for it. You know, there's a great book. I would encourage you to read it. I believe the author's name is McGee. It's called uh, Search for Significance. And in that, there is the approval trap or the performance trap. And basically, in those traps, I make myself feel better about myself by putting down others. That's what this kind of judging is that we're talking about. Where I find your faults, and I make myself, well, you know, I, you know, isn't it interesting? We're often easier on ourselves than we are on other people. So I make myself feel good by saying, well, at least I'm not like him. That's what Jesus is saying here. If I'm going to show mercy, then I've got to get rid of my measuring stick. I've got to quit looking down on other people. I've got to quit judging them for where they're at. That's what he's saying here. He goes on one step further, and this is how mercy is expressed. Here's what he says. Notice with me, verse 37. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. That's all going with that. But then here it is, the next point. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Here's the next point. Forgive. That's what, if I'm going to express mercy, it's not that I don't look down on others and condemn them and all of that. I'm going to forgive them. The greatest show of mercy that you can show to someone, my friends, is to forgive the one who has hurt you. We say, well, they don't deserve it. You're right, they don't. But is that not, is that not what mercy is? The giving of what's not deserved? And notice something. Here's what Jesus says. Jesus comes along and says, forgive, and what? You'll be forgiven. Let me just say, this is not an isolated teaching. Over and over, throughout the Gospels, even into the epistles and the writings of Paul, the two are connected. In fact, in other places, it'll be said like this, forgive as you've been forgiven. And if you're a believer in Jesus, He calls you and forgives you. Now because you've been forgiven, you have to what? Forgive. You know, when I was um, teaching Friday morning, this is before I got the news of the airplane mess up, Scott was done teaching and... I got up to begin my session, and I said, have, have we had prayer this morning? Has there been a prayer time? And, nope. I said, well, how about if we do pray? Because it was a tragedy last night, and we want to pray for the pastor's son who is undergoing surgery, and we want to pray for the pastor's daughter who was wounded as well. And I said, and we also want to ask God to forgive those who did this. And when that was translated, all a hundred of those pastors agreed, affirmed in Creole, yes, we must, we must, we must, we must forgive, we must forgive. That blew me away. Because that sounds really good and spiritual. We must forgive those that fire shots and hurt people and maybe that, maybe 
ended in the death or could have ended in the death. You know, it's like, yeah, that, that's a real spiritual thing. And, you know, and I, I didn't truly grasp what I was saying until I saw them saying, yes, we must. And here's what they said. In, in, in Creole, the word forgive is pardon. Their word was pardon, is what we would say. And I was rebuked. Because we give lip service to forgiveness, don't we, folks? But Jesus calls us to a higher standard. He calls us to not only not judge people, but we're to forgive them because what? We're forgiven, or it's going to affect our forgiveness. He goes on then and he tells him one other thing. Notice the first part of 38, he says this. Give and it will be given to you. It's just simple this, give. You show mercy by giving. You know, back when the earthquake took place, we took an offering here. It's probably one of the biggest offerings we've ever taken in this church since I've been here. And I've been here in over nine years now. And we gave that money to Empower Ministries, and they gave it to be used in these churches. So I was very curious when I was down there. It was part of my responsibility of going down there with Empower. I was very curious as to how they used the money. And here was the testimony that I heard. I know for a fact now that through 79 churches, they have been able to make sure that 5,000 children have had food since the earthquake up until July. 5,000 children. That, that in itself will blow you away. But here's what blew me away. They have also fed the families of witch doctors, voodoo practitioners. And our immediate reaction is, well, aren't those the people that are persecuting them? Yeah, they are. But here's what they're doing. They're communicating the love of Jesus by showing mercy. And their thought is, we have food. It would be wrong for us to not share it, even if they are persecuting us. What is that? That's showing mercy, folks. That's what he's talking about here. Giving. Because notice what it says here. Give and what? It will be given to you. That's a mindset. It's not, well, I better not give. Here's, here's the thing. Sometimes, you know, I, we talk about giving here in our church very rarely, but most of the times when we talk about giving, here's how I talk about it. I don't talk about it in the sense of how much is given in a plate. Because that's only one little bitty component of giving. When I talk about giving here, I talk about you sitting right there. If there's somebody around you that has a need and you're able to help them, God calls you to what? Give. But here's the mindset. Well, you know, I really want to... don't like a 32-inch TV. I like a 48 one. And I'd like to help them, Jesus, but... A bigger view of the game would be really good. And we've got this mindset, if I give the money, I won't get it back. That is not the principle in the Bible. The Bible is, you give, and it will be given to you. 
And so he's saying here, if I'm going to express mercy, I need to give. But then he goes on and he makes a summary statement at the end of 38 to help you to understand why he's telling you to show mercy. Why you've got to quit measuring others. Why you've got to express it with forgiveness and giving. Why? Here's what he says. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Here's the point I want you to see. You will be measured by your own standards. Here's what Jesus is saying. You judge others. You look down on others. You try to make yourself feel good by putting down other people around you. One day you'll be judged by the standard that you have judged others by. And guess what? Roman tells us you don't even match up to your own standard. You're not forgiving. You won't forgive, show mercy by forgiving others when they do wrong to you. One day, that measurement will be used against your life. You're stingy. You could help somebody next to you who's a Christian brother in Christ in the midst of their crisis. Maybe it's your skill level. You could help them with their problem. Maybe it's financially. Maybe it's just giving them some food because you know they're on hard times right now. You being stingy. God will be stingy with you. The very standard by which we measure others, He measures us as well. See what He's calling us to? You say, man, I see all that, George, but you know, I don't know that I can do that. Let me remind you again, I said this last week. You can't. Well, then why is he asking us to do it then? He's not asking you to do it by yourself because you can't. Remember, blessed are you who are poor in spirit. Blessed are you who are hungry. Why are they blessed? Because they have Jesus now. And the implication of the text is he's calling us to a higher standard of being merciful, even as God has been merciful to us, because I can be merciful now, not because of my own strength, because in my own strength, it's payback time. But I can be merciful because Jesus helps me to be merciful. I can do what he's calling me to do. I can forgive Because he helps me to forgive. Man, you're asking too much, George. Forgive? Yeah. How do you know he can do that? Well, I've seen it in my own life. Some of you know. I'll I'll share it again. I was a new believer. 20 years old. I hadn't even been saved one... Just a year and a half, living in Columbia, South Carolina. And my dad was robbed and murdered for $75. 
And I remember being in a prayer meeting in that little Baptist church in West Columbia, South Carolina. And this is not even a week, not even a week after it happened. And I remember praying in a prayer circle. And I remember it just came so clearly to me. I was surprised it even came to me. I just prayed, God, forgive the man who killed my daddy. How was I able to do that, folks? Jesus. Yeah, you've been hurt. Yeah, you've had somebody hurt you and done wrong things to you. Show mercy. You say, I can't do it. You're right, you can't. But Jesus, through you, you can. That's the reality. That's the reality. Here, let me give you three thoughts. Number one, what's your disposition? What are you talking about, George? What's your disposition? Are you one of these folks who's not merciful? Are you one of these folks who looks down on others and, and, you, and you get lifted up by putting other people down? What's your disposition? Are you a merciful person or not? That's the reality we've got to ask ourselves because God is calling us to something else, folks. He's calling us to a different disposition. He's calling us to be merciful people. What's your disposition? And before you say, well, I'm okay. Let me just go ahead and say it right now. We all struggle with the issue of judging others. Every single one of us. So I already know what your disposition is. Because it's my disposition. It's mine. So then notice what? Recognize the mercy of God in Jesus. See, if you're going to change that disposition, the first place you've got to start is, is you've got to recognize that in Jesus Christ, mercy was shown to you. And let's be honest, folks, we didn't deserve it. We don't deserve mercy. We deserve the full penalty of God's wrath on us for our sins. Period. But isn't He merciful? I mean, think about it. I shared with you, I walk into that airport, people are screaming and yelling, and he's screaming and yelling, and I'm like, holy cow, how am I going to get out of here? And within two minutes, I'm on an airplane, two seats left on the airplane, I'm flying on it. That's mercy. He didn't have to show it to me. And here's what he's saying, George, I want you to be merciful too. Recognize the mercy of God in Jesus. So therefore, what are we going to do? Show mercy! Folks, this is how you're going to be seen as different from the rest of our world. Is you begin to show mercy. You say, I don't, I, how do I do that? I just told you how. Quit putting others down. Forgive. Quit being stingy and give. Again, I'm not talking about to the offering plate. Everybody understand me. Because I know the plate. Oh, they talk about money in the church. I am not talking about that. I am talking about you helping your neighbor. Helping the person across the aisle from you. If God shows you to do something, you better do it. That's showing mercy. Show mercy.
Thank you for being with us this morning. And we trust that today's message has been both challenging and an encouragement to your heart. At Kerwinsville Christian Church, a warm welcome is always extended to you. We're located at 700 State Street, Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania. For more information about our ministry, please visit us on the web at www.kerwinsvillechristian.org. Now, on behalf of George Cannon and the entire church family, we hope that you will look to the Heavenly Father in all that you face this coming week.